Welcome to the Meeting of the Madres podcast. We're so glad you joined us. As moms, we know you need time for yourself every day because we're all more than moms. Isn't that right, Danielle? That's right, Elke. Let's take a second to grab our favorite drinks, take a seat, and spend some time with the girls. This time today is all about you. Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of the Meeting of the Madres podcast. Hello, everyone. It's great to be here. Miss you all. Yes. I'm so glad to be here today. Yes, we are glad to have Elke back with us for another recording. We missed you last week, sis. I missed you all, too. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully everyone's having a good week. And... um, you are, by now it's Tuesday, um, if you're listening to this on a day that we post, and um, you are ready to have a good week. So, uh, we wanted to talk today about the effects of the coronavirus pandemic on our children. And this is just coming from the standpoint of the lack of socialization or the limited socialization that our kids have had to experience during this time. And here in Georgia, it's been for the last four months, um, ever since basically the middle of March, that our children have been quarantined, they've been social distance, you know, practicing social distancing. And it is, um, for some kids, it can take a toll on them. You know, there there are situations where children have become nervous about going out in public again, um, even even going to visit relatives just because they have been told, you know, by by us, their parents about how this how this uh, virus spreads and just the realities of this situation. And sometimes, even though it is good to share the facts with our children so they have an understanding of what's going on, it can sometimes make them a little nervous and a little just flat out afraid of, you know, being around other people right now who they don't live with. Right. And and just the unknown of not knowing what they're going to go into, who they're going to mm-hmm. come across and, and if they've got symptoms or, you know, whatever, it's got them... It's got them pretty, you know, anxious, and I hear conversations between children mm-hmm. all the time, and you know, uh, it's a real concern. It's a real concern. It's it's a it's a worry that they have. You know, they went from seeing each other daily during the school week mm-hmm. and and being able to talk all the time to to, you know, being so limited now and. You know, uh, it's not the same. It's not the same. You can sit down on a computer and do Zoom. You can uh, right. make those calls and all that, but it's still not the same. Nothing, you know, these girls, especially the little girls, love to hug each other. And they look oh, yeah. forward to those hugs when they see each other. It's changed a lot. So It definitely has. Yeah. Like I said, we, we, we are doing the right thing by telling our children about the coronavirus and what happens and everything. But I even had a situation where one time my husband had to, you know, run an errand and one of my children 
became very concerned, you know, about his safety and said that they didn't want him to go to run this errand because, you know, they were afraid that he would get it and not not even necessarily that he would bring it back home. They were just concerned about him. Yeah. And, you know, as an individual and would daddy be safe? You know, and I had to break down everything. Okay, this is what daddy's doing. He's wearing his mask. He's covered up. He's going right to this one destination and coming straight back home. He's not, you know, making any extra stops or anything. And even with all of that, they were still really concerned after that conversation. So, you know, we just have to do everything that we can to reassure them. And and that can be difficult too, because sometimes we tell our children things and we know with this particular situation, there are really no guarantees. You can be careful and there's always a possibility because this is a medical thing. There's always a possibility of still catching something. So the best thing we can do is is just to be as careful as we possibly can be. And I mean, in, in this house, we believe in prayer. We believe in talking to God about our situations and asking him for his protection. So that's what we rely on to help keep us sane, to keep us calm, and that's a for sure thing. That is a one thing that is definite exactly. and we know is not going to change today or tomorrow. Uh, you know, it's mm-hmm. been the same. So that's one thing that we can tell them when they have these insecurities and when they have all these questions, we can tell them. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's just so much to it, you know, uh, so much to it. But, you know, that's where having conversations with our children and keeping them in the loop, not necessarily telling them everything, but just informing right. or keeping them informed and kind of like just so that they understand the basics exactly. and this way they, they're they're not coming up with their own assumptions. And I think they probably still do anyways because their perception and our perception is different, <laughs> but you know, they're children and their imagination and, and their different. imagination. Exactly. So, you know, but, but the more we talk to them um, and, and allowing them the opportunity to talk to us and making them feel comfortable enough to talk to us mm-hmm. too and come to us, you know, it's real important because yes. um, we don't want to add to that anxiety or, or stress or, you know, um, if that's what they're feeling or whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know, reassure them, you know, God is, is here with us, you know, God's going to care for us, you know, and, and just yeah. remind them, you know, uh, and, and give them hugs and all the usual stuff that we do for them. And, um, but, mm-hmm. but maybe more so, because you know maybe this time right now is 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 something that is uh is calling for that you're right yeah i think there's a special need for that right now yeah you know the with especially with the lack of interaction right. that they get from other people right. they already get you know they always got our hugs and kisses uh in the morning and throughout the day different you know different times of the day and before bed but we do have to go the extra mile at this point because they're not getting um, that face-to-face interaction with their friends, their favorite teachers, the bus driver who who always cheers them up, you know, at the end of the school day or whatever. They're missing out on that aspect right now. So 
we have to go above and beyond and I could definitely do better with that as I'm I'm thinking as I'm talking about my own interactions with my children and I could stand to do better with that so I think that's just a reminder for all of us to really be extra tuned in and engaged with our kids right now because they may not even say anything to us right but they do need that right children will talk to each other (laughs) you know they don't wait it doesn't happen it doesn't start when they become teenagers and they want to keep all these secrets they talk to each other now you know as younger kids because technology is so much different than it used to be eight nine and ten year olds didn't used to have access to phones 24 7 like they do now and um Sometimes they have too much access and it, it starts too young for my for my personal taste. But when we were growing up, you know, you didn't really start having these these phone conversations and things until you were almost a teenager for me. Yeah. I'll just speak for myself. Um, I was probably twelve, thirteen years old when I started actually calling my friends on the phone and having conversations because we saw each other at school all the time. So we just said what we had to say at school for the most part. And I may have talked to my cousins who lived out of town on the phone, but it wasn't an everyday thing. Right. So life is is different now. The world is in a different place now. And our children have access to each other more than they ever have, even in the pandemic. But it's still not the same. And they will talk to each other about things sometimes before they come to us. If we haven't established that um, open door policy and that relationship with them. So um, that's something that we definitely have to keep doing. Yeah. And encourage them to talk, you know, with their friends. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's certain ones that we know that they can do that with, encourage those conversations. You know, get the get get other parents maybe uh, in, involved and, and maybe talk about that with the parents too, so that they're aware. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if there's anything specifically, you know, that that needs to be talked about or anything, or working with kids as long as I have. I mean, I I, I mentored for so many years. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they get they get these ideas in their head and. Sometimes they talk about it. Sometimes they don't, you know, and, and you said something yeah. with the social media and that, you know, the bullying and the the trolling mm. is just at its at its worst right now. Um, yes. You know, we worry about them being bullied at school, you know, but now it's, you know, for the ones that are allowed to be on social media, which I don't agree with at, mm-hmm. at, at the age that they, a lot of parents are allowing it, but for some it's, it, 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 it's a way for them to occupy time for their kids because mm-hmm. they're working or even if they're working at home, sometimes they just need that quiet. And this is what I've heard from some of the parents. Oh, wow. Well, they're, 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 this is what they say. Well, you know, I let them, you know, this and that because I'm trying to work and I have to have it quiet because I work from home and they want, I, I can't, it can't be known that I'm at home, you know, because of this or that. So mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, give them the phone and, and just kind of tell them, go, you know, go do. And I, and I just like, wow. Mm. Yeah. That's, That's dangerous. dangerous. Very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> they're not just on social media they're on social media unsupervised right and and youtube has got videos that are very inappropriate there's just so much out there that we have to protect our children from so uh, if i see 
uh, there was a, there, and I'm going to be, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to use my, my situation and my, my daughter. Okay. One day um, I see her and she goes in the restroom, closes the door and she comes out. She's got lip gloss on and she goes in the room <laughs> and I see her pick up the phone and she's snapping pictures. And, I, and I'm like, okay, what are you doing? And she said, oh, I'm taking pictures, mama. And I said, okay. I said, who are you taking pictures for? She said, for me. And I said, okay. And she said, and I sent you a picture. And I sent my dad a picture. And I said, okay. I said, you're not sending them to anyone else, right? She said, no. No, I just delete them afterwards. I delete them. And I said, okay, because, you know, and then I had to go into why you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the people that are out there looking for that kind of stuff to do harm to children. Yeah. And explain to her, you know, there's there's these people that want to hurt children. And yes. I told her, you know, they, they just this just happened, you know, where they arrested all mm-hmm. these these men. I said, and these mm-hmm. women and, and, and they were doing things to children that you would never imagine. But they did. And they were as young as little babies. And she she just mm-hmm. like, wow. And I told her, I said, that's why you can't just do that. I said, so. Just make sure that you're not saying, and she said, no, mama, I only said to you and my dad. And I said, okay. I said, but I just wanted to know because you were putting lip gloss on and stuff. I said, I just want to make sure, you know, and, and you know. <laughs> she was trying to get cute. She was taking yes. glamour shots. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even the lip balm kind. It was the shiny, wet lip gloss kind. Lip gloss. <laughs> you know, That's so it, cute. It's, it, it is cute, but then, you you know. You see what goes but on in this world that we live in, you know, and, and yeah. <clears throat> from 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 zero to ninety, I was so quick to jump up and, and run in that room when I saw. I was just like, "Wow!" Yeah, <clears throat> I wasn't no, the only right. one. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I wasn't the only one that noticed it. My son Chris also noticed it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And after I got done talking to her, he went in and talked to her and said, "What are you doing?" That. Uh, why why are you being mm-hmm. sneaky? And he said, it seemed like you were being sneaky the way you went in the bathroom and you closed the door and then you went in the room and then you went back in the bathroom again. And he said, what, what are you up to? And she told him, said, yeah, yeah, mama just said the same thing, but I'm just thinking, and it, you know, and I said, okay. I said, uh, you know, it doesn't just get it yeah, from we me. Definitely have to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's, that's good. You know, I wish that, that more families were a little more aware yeah. And what their kids were doing and you know I know we all love our children that's not to say that if you let your child use social media you don't you're a bad parent and you don't mm-hmm. love your kids mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that at all it's just that we have to think about things differently and not think about convenience all the time mm-hmm. but maybe that's an opportunity if you're working and you need the the place quiet Maybe they can use that time and do some reading. Well, maybe they've already done a lot of reading that day. Well, they can write about what they read or they can practice drawing scenes from the book. How would you, how do you imagine that this scene would have looked in your book if they're not reading picture books anymore? We just have to be creative and not have such a nonchalant hands-off approach to two things we have to really as as brilliant as we all are we can come up with some creative ways for our kids to spend time and also there's lots of blogs out there with a lot of ideas and as adults being on social media we have the opportunity to come across posts too 
that are inspiring and give us ideas about how to how to do things and things we can do with our children but it all depends on what we're looking at on social media right whether or not that's going to even show up on our timeline so sometimes you may just have to go and, and run a search but the information is out there and you know we just want to encourage all the moms to um really be a little bit more alert and more aware these days just because there's so much going on in in our children's lives and again they may not come right to us and say anything so I hate to hear when something happens to a child I hate to hear about child abductions you know I heard recently about something that happened years ago where a little boy was abducted at church of all places right and I was just thinking like how does this happen at church you I mean, typically you're all there together, you know, depending on how your church is set up, but usually you know where your child is, and I'm not going to shame the parents for losing track of their their child, but it just made me think about myself and how I can prevent that type of situation from happening to us. The only thing I come up with is just to be aware of my surroundings and my children's surroundings all the time. So I say that to say the same thing applies online. I have to be just as alert, even though my children are not on social media. They do, however, have access to YouTube and other things because of the, the access to computers for the purpose of doing their schoolwork. Mm -hmm. My children are attending a virtual school and they have issued them all computers. So they all have these Chromebooks that they're able to use and log into their classes and do their assignments right all on the internet. But the internet also includes YouTube, social media. So, you know, I still have to be on my guard, even though they're not on there for the purposes of play playtime, you know. Right. So we can never really just let our guards down as parents, period. Um, And they say moms are are worry warts and all of that, but I don't think you need to worry. I think you just need to be aware and and let the children know that you are watching them. And sometimes just them knowing that they're being watched, they will be more mindful of their activities, just knowing that someone is watching them. I was actually uh, a, a good friend of mine, and I say this joking now, but when when this first happened, I didn't take it so jokingly. And, and uh, But a good friend of mine, she's like a sister, she she called me mm-hmm. a hovering mom. Mm. And she said, you know, at some at, at times, you just, because I was always at the school functions, I was always here, and I was always making mm-hmm. calls to the school, I was always involved, you know, in so many different ways. And I said, well, I do that because I want to make my presence known this way that there's, you know, there's never any misunderstanding. Mm -hmm. There's never, and if there is, it's not because I haven't made myself uh, available. Uh, I've made my presence known to where if there's an issue, there's no reason why you shouldn't talk to me because I'm there. Um, So I don't want to hear any excuse. Well, you know, we didn't, we weren't able to get in contact. No, 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 not with me. (laughs) 
Um, so anyways, right. um, I, I make myself available and I'm there. So there's no reason for them to say they can't get a hold of me because I'm at the school. You know, I'm involved. Mm-hmm. And if they need my help with anything, I'm there. So, you know, again, um, yeah. my friend, you know, I explained this to her and I said, you know, maybe you weren't able to do this when you were, you know, when your children were of age, you know, at, at that time, maybe you weren't able to do so. You don't understand. I said, but if you were available and you would have done it, or if you knew of situations or if you were involved, maybe you don't know everything that's going on right now. Maybe you haven't heard that this is going on. I said, but there's a lot of stuff going on and I just want to be available or in that situation. Um, be able to help in any way or, 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 you know, whatever. And so, you know, I'll be a hovering mom. That's okay. Yeah, call me. I will be a hovering mom. You can call me that all day. (laughs) I don't care. I will make sure that, that, you know, everything's good. And if it means me being around the computer and kind of in the background, walking by a couple of times to kind of glance at what you're watching, kind of what you're looking at, uh, even with the school computer, you know, because um, you never know, you know, there's, there's temptation. Children will, will go in. And as a matter of fact, there was a situation where, uh, this week, there were conversations while the teacher was away from the um, screen. Some kids okay. were talking about something that was not school related, and it wasn't anything really bad, but they, re- they mm-hmm. record everything that goes on. So yeah. the next day, the teacher came back <laughs> and said, well, guys, you guys were talking about this. And the principal and da 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 da, da. you know, we can't we Ooh. can't be talking about anything but school related things. I happened to hear that because I was in the kitchen, and so I heard, <laughs> and um, and so after they were done, I kind of waited to see if Hannah was going to say something or bring it up or whatever, and she did. She said, Mom, mm-hmm. the kids are always making it to where we have to waste time talking about stuff. And I said, what do you mean? And then she started telling me and I started laughing because I, I felt that way, too, when I was hearing it. I'm like, oh, gosh, what a waste of time, you know. Right. So, you know, uh, again, but so much can happen in that little bit of time, you know. Right. So that's why I say I will be a hovering mom. It's OK. Yeah. It's OK. That is right. <laughs> Yeah, and and going back to what you said about cyberbullying and things like that, we have to be present so that our children know how to handle those situations. Yeah. Something could easily be said in the chat. There can be shaming going on between the children based on whatever is going on at the time. You know, children can be cruel. Oh, yes. And, um, you know, if somebody's wearing a shirt that somebody thinks is, is stupid or you know they have a a dumb looking haircut in in their opinion or something you know it can be something so small and you know we just have to first of all teach our children how to take those insults and not to to crumble at every little thing secondly sometimes there are other things going on or extenuating circumstances that our children may be in a in a situation where they feel anxious. Uh, maybe you guys had a rush rush morning, and they're still trying to wrap their minds around, you know, being at the uh, at the table in front of the computer, or you know, maybe there's some drama going on in the family, and this this is just all a whole lot to deal with right now. So, 
those comments can affect them differently based on what's going on in their lives. Sure. Mm-hmm. But if we can we can first teach our kids how to deal with those kinds of conflicts and who they need to go to and what they need to say in those situations, I believe that that can actually you know, help them get through those situations without a big meltdown and a big, you know, be without it becoming a traumatic experience. Sure. Because it can, it's already embarrassing enough to be made fun of in front of other people, Yeah. you know, face to face. But to happen online, you know, that that's another level. Um, and I'm not sure which is worse, <laughs> but it neither one of neither one of them is good no. so we have to teach them how to handle that right i think we just need to to rally around our kids help to not shelter them from what's going on but be sympathetic to the way they are seeing all of this go down yes i agree with you i agree with you 100 percent. and and just mm-hmm. keep them you know keep talking with them having those conversations you know, talk about the good things, talk about the bad things, you know, but, but always try to turn it into something positive or, 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 you know, make it a good experience in the end, you know, hopefully, and, uh, and work it out, work it out. Those conversations are real important. Yes, they are. They are indeed. We're so glad you joined us today. Come back to the meeting of the Madres podcast to be encouraged, empowered, and uplifted. Join us on Facebook at Meeting of the Madres and send your topic ideas to lasmadres1 at gmail.com.